Sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking tongue click. This is it, baby. We're starting. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Wow. We're live. We're in color. Oh, wait, I need to fix this. Well, I'm in color. Ladies and gentlemen, theys and thems, welcome back to the show. <laughs> I am here with the one and only. You love him. You know him by one name. Vincent. Oh, I really wanted you to say. <laughs> Hi, everyone. How you doing? You love him. You know him by one name. Todrick Hall. trash. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that. Stream girls. Am I just like that, that lady in that interview? Honestly, it's on brand. So we did our are. research. We did our research. That was a joke for everybody listening at home. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Vincent. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course. Uh, if you listen to the Mario Jose episode, this already came up, but... Did you know that I met you one of the very first nights I ever lived in L.A.? I, did, I think I did know that. Me, you, Mario, Brett Patterson, and some others were at a Buffalo Wild Wings in Sherman Oaks. That sounds Oaks. like a real experience that we had. Wow. That was I like five to, years ago. I tried to erase that from my memory. Why? It was such a happy day. Buffalo Wild Wings is a wild place. <laughs> it's a wild place that I'm not trying to have people know that I'm at. That's it's okay. I'm, we were at uh, somewhere more glamorous. I was depressed. We were We were young. It's okay. Well... Uh, but Vincent is a singer, world famous. That's that's whew, exaggeration, but yes, I do sing. Is it? I think that. Well, I just want to tell you too. Your favorite song, of your favorite song that my favorite. How do I say? Your favorite song of mine. Yeah. Does that make sense? Perfect. That was the sentence that you were supposed to say. Oh, yes. word, word, word. <laughs> is remember me? Thank you. I love that song so much. Thanks so much. And every time I hear you sing live that song, I'm always like, <laughs> like, could barely hold it together. I mean, like that's how I was when I wrote it. So it's perfectly fine and understandable that you would be in your feelings. Yeah, that's the one you wrote when you were at Mickey's. Yeah, like a crazy person. I even know the story behind it. <sighs> I'm a true fan. Wow, I just remember, wanted you to know that. I, you said Mickey's, and I immediately thought about a club, and my body shook. Do you remember <laughs> what it felt like to be around people and feel alive? I know. Like I was watching um, the, one of the David Letterman specials last night. And I was like, holy shit, everyone is sitting so close. Like, <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Because people could touch at a point in, in our yeah. lives. It won't happen again. Yeah, but. but anyway, I have a very specific memory of you singing that song at Pride last year. And I was there with like the guy that I liked at the time, trying to impress him or seem cool. And like you're singing, and I'm like, <laughs> like barely holding it together. Well, I'm, I love that you felt that way. I also love that you were there with the guy that you were singing, and I was singing to the guy that the song was about who was in the audience. And I said... He was in the audience? I said, thanks for coming to the show, friend. It was a great time for me. Yeah, he was there. How cool is that to be able to sing to someone that you wrote about? Nah, fuck him. It wasn't a good time. <laughs> That's Wait, long. but does he know that it was about him? I mean, yeah, he knows now. That is like, you know that story about Phil Collins that's like that? No. Like Phil Collins wrote some song about allegedly about some guy who hit his friend with a car and died and like sang it to him in the front row like this, the song. And I always thought that that story was so cool to be able to be like a performer and singer and write about someone and have that person in the audience being like, this is about you. That must feel so awful. But honestly, don't do bad things. Yeah, I don't know the story behind the car accident, but I I don't know. I just think that's pretty cool. No, it's pretty cool because I think whenever a songwriter writes a song, the intention is for at some point in life for the person that it's about to hear it and hopefully like grow from it and be okay. Yeah. Or to feel trash from it. Oh, we have a call. Call from 
Chrishell. To accept, press 1. To send a voice... Chrishell. Hello. Hello, Chrishell. Welcome to the show. Hi, this is Rick. This is me, baby, and I'm here live in the studio with Vincent. Oh, hi. Hi. How can we help you today, baby? I don't know. I don't know. What, what are we talking about? Okay, the topics of the show today are voting, black trans women, and Vincent's music. Oh, man, that's a lot. <laughs> Honestly, girl, you take your pick. I'm going to go with Vince's music. Oh, uh, wow. Vince, what's going on with your music? I am writing an album right now. I had just put out an EP about, wow, it seems, I was about to say last year. It was this year. That's how Wait, long is that we've the been one we went inside. to? We, okay, so recently I went to see Vincent. I thought you were going to perform with J-Lo. No, that's, that's not what it I... said on the end. And we got there and they played your music video yeah. for your new song, Hard to Forget, yeah. which I love. Thank you. False oh advertisement on their parts. <laughs> so he's referring to this outdoor concert that happened a couple, maybe like a week and a half ago that we were both present at. But that's that's not <laughs> the last time. Oh, word, word. Um, word. I'm writing an album. That's what my music is doing right now. I'm putting out music soon and writing an album and shooting visuals and trying to be happy. Vincent has also something big that happened is you are singing the theme song for the Queer Eye show. Ah, uh, yeah, new yeah, season. yeah. I wrote and sang oh. the last season's Queer Eye theme song, yeah. That's Be me. awesome. Stream it online. It's it's online right now. Oh my god, it's so exciting. Or you may know Vincent from The Four. Yes, I do. Uh, I really oh, wanted you to see she's I really fan. wanted you to be like, no, or like deal or no deal. Like anything but it. It would No, I did I did watch the four. I watched it when, um, oh God, what was his name? That kid, Jesse Kramer and um, somebody else. James, I think that's when he won. Yeah. 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 They're both sweet guys. They're really, really nice. Did you have anything you wanted to talk oh, to yeah. Vincent about? No, I just wanted to call because I never get to call because oh, I work at night. I love that. So, she said I, yeah. wanted to, I wanted to be on the show. And oh, that's she sweet. Well, we thank I did. You, we I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't you ever apologize for anything. That's how I feel. Oh, Keeping thank a you star. so much for... Accepting my call. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I don't have like a crazy story for you guys right now, but no, it's totally okay. Oh. I mean, if it comes to you, call back. If you heard last week's episode, uh, it's a lot of shoes. I did. <laughs> it's a lot of shoes to fill. Yeah. Caller, where are you calling that was from? Hilarious. Me, I'm calling from Washington D.C. Okay. Here's a here's a good question. What? One of the other okay. topics of the show today is voting. What is mm-hmm. the climate like? Not the temperature. The climate, like, okay, in Washington, um, D.C. So, it's usually pretty, like, how do I even say this? Because, like, okay, so it's, like, late October, right? You would think it would be, like, cold. It's, like, chilly. It's not too cold just yet. Like, it will be, like, warm during the day, and then, like, later later on. No, 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 no. I'm talking about, I'm talking oh, about in regards to the election. Oh, the, oh, sorry. I'm like, let's talk about the weather like I'm a meteorologist. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> You're um, like, well, April 25th. I, I voted the other day. I can't speak for everyone else. Early voting has been open for like a minute. Um, so For you for you early know. voting. Get, get I it. Don't, I, I haven't seen much of the lines, though. So That's a good thing. I still haven't received my ballot. Yeah. What? Well, I mean, like that means you have to go in person. Cause I have late. to go in person. My I ordered yeah. my ballot on October 4th, and it still hasn't come. Right. Yeah, you got to go. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. It's been over three weeks. It's yeah. a real problem. Yikes. It's basically yeah. I got I got my ballot mailed like September twenty eighth, so. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna, lucky, it's, lucky. It's, it's better fine get on that because you got a week left. Sure, it, it is fine because I am gonna go in person. But it's the point that what if I couldn't go in person? That's oh, yeah. fucked up. It's happening all over the country. All right, caller. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? 
No, that that was really his. So, man, I'm sorry. Like my hands are like sweating. I'm like, oh, I'm Listen, talking to them. No, this You're is a sorry. I'm sweat. so I feel like such a fangirl. No, this is a safe space to be yourself and to do whatever you want. So we appreciate your You're call. Perfect. Never yeah, change. everything's great. Literally everything's wonderful. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. You're a ten out of ten. So are you? Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye. bye. You too. Bye. That was a sweet first call. I loved her. What did you want to talk about? I just wanted to bring uh, recognition and space to speak about the lives that are being lost in the country. We saw on Twitter recently what happened. Well, not recently. Hours ago in Philadelphia. Yeah. Wait, you're from Philadelphia. I'm from North Philadelphia, yeah. But this happened in... What you're talking about is uh, Mr. Wallace, who was 28, I believe, or 29, and who was murdered. He was not of the LGBTQ community. I'm not aware of but he did suffer from mental illness and the police came after being called by his family to assist in like i guess helping him in a situation where he was either hurting himself or going to hurt someone else and they wanted to de-escalate the situation and they were called and he was shot dead in the street six times and it's all on video it's on twitter if you wish to see it i wouldn't say that you should because it's very triggering um but they totally did not de-escalate the situation. I, it's, the whole police thing has always been stressful for me because I, my father was a police officer. I have two cousins who are police officers in Philadelphia. And so it's always been a weird subject, but I also listen to the people in my family. And they're like, cops don't act this way. Like, they shouldn't act this way. There are many black men and women who get into the police force with the idea that I'm going to somewhat be a part of a change in this kind of system that is built to not help us. And they get into it with a mindset of, I'm going to try to help, and it becomes this. You know what I mean? It's They are vilified and persecuted. And it's not to say that they don't deserve it, because there are plenty of cops who do. I think it's, I think it's the same thing as anyone who wants to do something they always dreamed about. Because I don't think any little kid sits and thinks, unless they're like groomed to be like racist and evil, they aren't sitting being like, I'm going to be a cop to kill people or to take... Of but, course. But I think when you walk into a system that is what it is and it's a terrible system and it should be abolished and reformed and fixed. So it's, it's a touchy subject, but I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it because it should be changes. There should be laws happening and there are law, there are laws happening in different States in the country where instead of cops being called to situations where mental patients are mental people, people with mental issues are, in trouble, they send out a team that can specifically deal with that. Yes, that's a very new thing that's happened this year for it's the most in part. It's in Arizona, hasn't I think. It? Yeah. It's incredible. Right. They de- they de- and I feel like I just heard that's happening also in San Francisco. Yeah, they de-escalate the situation. Cops are not called. There is no violent apprehension of the person. It is literally, they come in, they de-escalate the situation, they make sure the person with the mental illness is treated, they make sure the family is okay, then they transfer the person somewhere where that person can get help. Right. You I know? think that that is a great point, too, to talk about kind of what defunding the police truly means. Yeah. Defunding it, the police doesn't mean they want to abolish police officers. But I get it if you do. I've been in situations where I know it's it's a bad time. So I'm not here to tell you that that's wrong because it's listen. But what I understand is defund the police means take away the funds that are not being used to give the proper training that's responsible. These they spend less hours trying to become a cop than I think it's I think it's the most it's the least required hours for a job. It is because 
during the pandemic, I thought about becoming a barber yeah. in a very serious it way. It takes longer. It takes so long. How is get, that possible? And like, I was not able to do it because of the way you have to go through the training and stuff was Jesus. not feasible. Like it's between nuts. school and an apprenticeship and the amount of hours that it takes, it just, it wasn't possible. It wasn't a logical career choice. That's nuts. That's insane. Right. And so I think it's just, it's worth speaking about when black lives are being ripped apart and ripped away from the earth because people who aren't trained enough to be in the positions that they're in and they hold power and they hold weapons and they hold stature and it's it's trash. And I think that we as a community and as a country should be fighting for that. Chile just rioted in the streets and now they're abolishing their entire constitution and rewriting it. <laughs> How wild. Okay, it's funny that you bring that up too because this today at work we were talking about my office is closed down next Wednesday. The city of Beverly Hills is closed next Wednesday. We can't go into work because they're anticipating riots. Jesus. And the fact that that's happening because of a, an election makes me feel like I'm in another country like Venezuela or somewhere in South America where you hear about all these things. It's happening here in America. Yeah. That's the crazy part. But like, but the thing is, that's not crazy. If you look at the... I think because we are Americans, we have this idea that we are the greatest country in the world because we tell ourselves that. The rest of the world has always looked at us and been like, y'all are out of control. <laughs> you may have the most money yeah. and the mo- and the biggest army, but politically and socially, y'all are out of your minds. That's- it's worth mentioning at every chance that you get a chance to, to be like, hi, y'all should fix some shit because yeah, things aren't chance. great. And like if this uh, reality star is the leader of the free world or whatever, that is like that in itself should be a sign. What a time. Things are not going. We should have had our great. first instinct when we... When we um, got Arnold Schwarzenegger as the governor of California, that should have been the first glimpse as to what was going on. Right. Yeah. But, right. you know. But that had also became so normal. Yeah. It was normalized. Also, wasn't um, Ronald Reagan an actor as well? He was. But Ronald Reagan, he was there. I will say that. I won't say he was a great president, but he was there. Um, what do you mean? He also got impeached. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hire the people that can do the job. Oh, here we go. While we're calling in, we got a caller. Here Call we go. from Gabe to accept. Press one to send a voice. Gabe. Yeah. Hi. hi. Hey, Gabe. Welcome to the show. Hi there. How are you doing today? We're doing great, Gabe. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Where are you calling from? Like Sacramento area. Yeah. Oh, I've never yes. been there, but cool. We love Sacramento. Did you have anything you wanted to talk about tonight? <laughs> I love Sacramento. Um, what you, you guys are on TikTok, right? That's where. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm actually not on TikTok. I deleted the app from my phone. You guys are not okay. on TikTok anymore. So, you guys, what is your guys' opinion on the whole ban that's going to be happening possibly at the end of the month? I think it's stupid. Is it really? Is that happening still? Yeah. Again. They go, it's okay. They did not buy the full TikTok app yet. They've only bought in twenty percent, and they're wait. That's the whole reason they were able to keep it for the next month. And so it's only until they finalize it and say that they bought the entire company. That's so stupid. I don't think that that's going to happen. I just realistically don't think that TikTok is going to get shut down. No, I think it's a. Big... I really hope it doesn't. <laughs> I don't think it will. Also, because he's not going to win the election. So that part, we're going with that. 
second i I just think it's so foolish that he decided to mess with the only generation who knows how to work every piece of equipment that has ever been known to man (laughs) and to piss them off it made no sense to me but also good for him because we love a stupid person and that is what he is and so yeah i don't think it's gonna get taken away. someone who clearly didn't learn his lesson about them buying all the tickets at the event or whatever that was that happened all the tiktok i'm gonna piss them off so didn't Foolish. learn his lesson. I I think that yeah. I don't either way. I don't think it's gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's already so many people that are already freaking out. Like people that are big around TikTok. People like me that make a living off TikTok are out there and just freaking out and trying to find all the different platforms. And the thing is, no one's being able to recreate TikTok the way that TikTok is. No one's able to take their format at all. Everyone's doing a very horrible way. And then what's gonna come next is Instagram Reels, and Instagram Reels isn't even that good in the first place. Yeah, I don't love Instagram Reels. I've, I, it comes up on my Explore sometimes, but I rarely watch them. Wait, but did you slip in that you're a TikTok star? Is that what I heard? She did. It was like a low key drag. It was like, but really I was subtle, like, good for you, sis. Keep it. going. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just a little toe touch in there, you know. She I'm was not like, that. I make my living <laughs> off of TikTok. Just thought you should know. I don't know much about TikTok. I like know what it is, but I don't have. I literally don't have it on my phone. I, I watch it for guys with great butts. That's. Why yes. there? Okay, so and singing th- videos. I do nothing else, and I'm like, I get yelled at by my team to be like, "Oh, you should make videos." I <laughs> am so bad at it. Like the the time it takes me to record something, a psychopath. But this isn't about me. This is about you, <laughs> your fame. Tell me about your TikTok celebrita. Yes, please. Well, my TikTok niche for a while there was Kink Talk. I was part of the Kink Talk group for a while. We Wait a minute. We'd love to see it. Wow. Tell me what that is. Let me grab my drink. For the listeners at home, what is <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, so Kink Talk. I was a Kink Talk educator. I still am, but I'd stopped doing it as much because they started shadow banning all the TikTok creators that were talking about kink and everything, so... I try to be entertaining on the other end too, and then once in a while I'll try to slip it in and see if they, I'll get the views on those videos again. Wait a minute. What is it though? What do you exactly oh. say on your TikTok? A lot of people will do that as like part of the community that I associate with is basically we're there to educate people about kinks, making sure they're safe about stuff, being aware of people that might be like fake bombs or fake subs, people that want to use them, abuse them, and use them. And That's making like sure show. that like things like choking and stuff like that, that they're going to be safe with it to make sure they're not going to hurt themselves. Okay. We love an informative queen. Good yeah. for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. I try to be. I try to make sure that if I can help one person a day, that's all I care about. I need to follow you on, on TikTok. TikTok. What I'm saying. I, I can tell you guys what I make. What I make my money actually off of, and what I make off TikTok. It's on the internet. I don't care. <laughs> okay. Tell us more. So once a month, it goes off your views every single day on what your views are for your videos that you've made for the day. And usually I'll get between for my views between like 10 to 20,000 of video making about 10 videos a day. I'll get like $10 a day and every month basically so far what I've been able to get is like three fifty a month. Nice. But that's not where I make my money that off of. Still pretty significant. <laughs> she's, she's giggling. So I mean like she's about to, she's about to spill some tea. I kind of know. Let loose this. Yeah. Tell us. I OnlyFans. Ugh, <laughs> oh, a queen. OnlyFans, they make $10,000 a month off. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Did she say $10,000? I'm saying it right now. 
Listen, she sis, listen, listen, listen. If you need me to come and sing while you do a scene, I will do that for you. Do you understand? Yeah, what kind I'm, of content is on I'm just thing? trying to collect the bag as well. So I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. I live for you and I stand for you. So if you need me to do a little shoot pop in the background, I got you. I'll bring a mic. I'll bring lights. We'll set it up nice. I'm just saying. I'm here to help. I'm here to assist. I'm sorry. I'm my so dying because my roommates are in the room over listening to this entire conversation. As they should. And I'm confused as to why your roommates aren't helping you uh, create this this empire that you're that you're building. <laughs> they, they, hey, when I have to be extremely loud in the house, they know. I'm like, hey, just so you guys know, shut up for a little while. Yeah, I'm paying I'm gonna rent. I'm going to be filming some stuff. <laughs> I'm paying rent, your rent and mine. Okay, so like, don't don't question <laughs> me. Contribute to this household. <laughs> I was like, they're working their full-time jobs. They're doing their shit. Honestly, sis, just... buy a condo and leave them. Leave them in the dust. I'm so impressed. That's so much money. Wait, can yeah, you I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed to be able to make that much Will money. You... And I quit my job and everything for it. That's incredible. I'm proud of you. Wow, so Amazing. This is, this is now your full-time gig. A career. Incredible. Yeah, yeah I, well, my career before was welding, so I hopped from welding over to OnlyFans. Okay, so bitch. Like no, you're not going to drop this little, like, this, this little bomb like I was a welder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm dropping all the bombs. I thought like you guys need queen. some viewers on your life right now, so I'm here. I'm also happy for you because I heard that welders don't have a very long life expectancy. God damn, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> that's for that's for underwater welders. Oh, underwater word, welders, word. they have a ten year life expectancy because of the pressurization, and also you go crazy from See? the pressurization in underwater. I'm all set with that. Yeah. Wow. This see what I mean. Okay. This is like how the calls go. Which... Well, I'm here for it. I love I am this. too. I love it. I, I'm so glad that you called in. Thank you so much. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to say? No, that was it. I just wanted to hop on and just drop some bombs. You know? I love that. My roommates laugh oh, a little you, bit. You certainly did. Wow. Proud of you. Yes, thank Constantly you for being here. Thank you. you. Thank you for listening and thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a nice day. You, you too. too. Bye. Wow. She was incredible. That girl was awesome. Let's see what the people are saying. I have three missed calls, though. Call from... Trendell motherfucking Lions. Oh. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hi, who's this? It's Trendell Lions from Texas. Let me be clear, because when he left the message, it was Trendell motherfucking Lions. So I want oh, to sorry. Trendell motherfucking Lions. There you go. There you, go. Do you know who this person is? No, I don't, but that's the way the message said before we oh. picked up the call. Well, welcome to the show, baby. Hey, how are y'all? We are well. We're doing great. This uh, angle is not good for me. It makes me look very pudgy. No, you look great. You look true. great. You look great. Yeah, you look, fuck that girl. You look great. You Thank look you. good. I'm in shape. I want y'all to know it's just the seating. <laughs> what brings you to the show today? Well, I am a fan of Vincent. Um, I discovered this on that show. Um, was Dilo, it, is it the voice? Well, no. It was someone with um, Megan the Trainer. It was the four. Yes, Megan the Trainer. Megan the Trainer. (laughs) I love that you just said that. Uh, That's perfect. Is that the title of this episode? Yes, Megan the Trainer. (laughs) I was on the four, yeah. Yeah, um, Oh, yeah, the four. Yes, but you should have been the one, though. You should have been the one. (laughs) I agree. uh, Thanks, babe. I agree. Anyways, um, I want to know, what was the inspiration behind making your first EP? Because it takes a certain kind of heartbreak to generate that sound of hurt. So who did it? Who did it, sis? <laughs> She's ready to go to war. Um, so here's the thing. I am 
dramatic when it comes to love. And I don't mean like in relationships. I just mean when I write about love. I'm a big like movie buff. Like I love a Sandra Bullock movie or a Meg Ryan movie or a Diane oh, Keaton movie. Oh, I get it. Like I love a drama, I, you know, a Julia Roberts moment. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yes, I love, yes. Mm-hmm. I get I, it. I, yeah, I resonate with that so heavy. And that's what I um, um, So I wrote this EP about, it was an X thing. <laughs> it was um, about an X, but it wasn't, I, I like the idea that love isn't just one singular feeling. It's not just being in love and being over the top, over indulgent in someone. It's sadness and it's anger and it's lust and it's fear and it's all of these things put into one. And so that's why I call the EP The Feeling because I think as I was in this relationship, I felt all of these things at once, but I was still very much in love. So I wanted to make sure that love was the center of all of these songs, but it was still what my perspective of what these feelings of being in love were. And so so that's the background of it. Thanks. Oh my gosh, that makes so much sense because, like, when you're in love, you do so much crazy shit that you wouldn't do. Tell me. Like, normally thinking, like, love is like a mental illness because, like, kill a bitch, <laughs> bury a body, ride a bus is. in the middle of a cold blizzard for dick. Like, Hello? I-, I get it. Like, I totally get it. Standing in a Boston winter for a man, girl, I've done it. I fully understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, See? so that's, that's what um, it's about. I appreciate you keeping us together with hard to forget but like we're hungry we need more i love give us like a snippet or something so i will tell you this i am hard to forget was something i wanted to make and put out for my fans that had been missing me since the ep because i everything happened and i got really nervous and i was like i don't want to put out music right now i want to focus on like doing my work if i can do something with charities and so that's what i did through the entire couple first couple months of the pandemic is like singing for charity work and Mm -hmm. making sure i was raising money but I also wanted to give music out, and so that's why I put Hard to Forget out. But I'm writing an album right now, and, I mean, it's some of my favorite music in the world, and I'm really, really, really excited for you to hear it. It is probably, like, 12 oh to 15 songs, and it Ooh. is it is oh my, God. my favorite, I so I promise. I will, oh I'm here God. to feed the kids, oh I promise. I'm here to feed the children, oh and I'm going to give you wait. exactly what I need, what is exactly what you want. I got, one, I, got, I got one last question. Go for it. Uh, I need you... Okay, if you had a gun to your head, what Nicki Minaj bar could you spit word for word? <laughs> oh, no. That's a um, great I, fe- I have feared this question all my life. Because here's <laughs> the thing. I can sing any song you give me. I am so bad at rapping. That was such a, like, a... It was like a struggle off the shoulder, yeah. but, like, it was like a humble brag, but I, it's only because I cannot rap. Like, I've tried. <laughs> I also do believe that like, you could sing um, any song. Hop up in a... Gangsta automobile. I see. I like. I think that I know it. I think it. it's pull up. Pull up in the gangsta automobile. Oh wait. Yeah. See, you don't know it either. <laughs> Here's the thing, girl. If you gave me a song and said that, I, I could do it. Gangsta automobile with the bad bass that came from Sri Lanka. Oh yeah, a monster, monster. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I love the. I love the verse of monster. If it's on, no problem. Okay. No issues. I Getting hear it you. going. I hear but you. it's only when I'm like, it's not on, and I'm like, oh, tight, 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 tight. Great. I'm bad at rapping. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so um, on that album, is it any features or is it just solo? There are features. And there are? I'm very, it's my first time ever having people on any of the songs that I've Wait, written. Can you tell us who they are? Nope. Do I, I know who any of them are? Um, they are all well-established artists is what I can say. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really excited. I've been like very lucky and very blessed to have the people that I've asked to be on this album say yes to it. So... I'm very, wait, very wait, wait, happy. Hey, 
If I guess, will you tell me yes? If you guess, sure. You probably won't guess though. Okay. Okay, Taja Call. No. Damn it, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but I promise you'll be happy with who it is. It might be uh, Megan know, the trainer. You, on it, I automatically would love it. Like I get everybody hooked on your stuff. Thank That's you so much. That's so sweet. Thank you. I promise I'm making music to make people dance, and I am very excited for you to have it. I can't wait. I'll twerk, cry, do the diddly bop, the tango, Hello. ballroom walk to anything you put out. Thank you. I, I will you. too. I will Thank too. You. I'm so excited to see you perform that live also. I can't wait. Hey, also, can I say that 365, that concert, was one of my favorite nights I've ever in L.A. ever. Wild night. We did this concert here in L.A., and it was all LGBTQ artists, and it was incredible, and it was the best time ever. We got another call. Call from Dan. To accept, press 1. To send a... Hello? Hello? Hi, is this Dan? This is Dan. Hi, Dan. Welcome to the show, baby. Thanks. How's it going? It's going great, Dan. You <laughs> <laughs> sounded so... It sounded sarcastic, right? You I mean did. <laughs> Dan, how can we help you today, baby? Uh, I'm a fan of Vincent also. Hi, Dan. Ooh. Hi. <laughs> How are you? So I heard you talking about um, that an album that would be coming up. Yes. Or that you're working on. Mm-hmm. That's so amazing. Thanks. Um, can I can I guess someone that might be on it? Go if for it. If you would it. confirm it. Go for it. Betty who? Vincent. <laughs> No, I heard your guess. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to smile. He can't confirm or deny, <laughs> but we can all read between the lines. Yeah, I can't confirm or deny that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you both. I'm such a fan of both of you. Isn't Nick great? And, um, the best podcast. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you so much. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I said, no, isn't no, Nick great? Me, the best me. podcast. And he yes, took that compliment and you. ran with I, it. Yes, so. this, is, this is what we're here for. <laughs> Wow, that was a great first guess. It was. <laughs> but it's also because she's my best friend, so I felt like people were going to guess that Yeah, you guys anyway. went to college together, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, we did. Were you guys were roommates or something also? No, 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 no. I just accosted her every day inside of her apartment without her knowing. <laughs> oh, word. That's Oh, my God. <laughs> the first day I met her, we were we were lived in the same dorm, and I lived down the hall. And I was talking with my friend MJ, who is on Pose. So MJ and I were also college best friends. And so I met Betty through MJ. This is a who's who of a Isn't it wild? Room, Berkeley. God, yeah. But I met Betty and I tackled her on her bed the first time I met her because she like was in this like beautiful like fur coat. And I was like, okay, bitch, who are you? And tackled her and that's how we met. <laughs> wow, that's so cute. Yeah, wild times. And it's history uh, ever since. Mm-hmm. The best. That's so cool. That is. And also, Vincent, um, you let me be a part of the fan um, Save Myself video. <gasps> Oh. And that was so cool. I really appreciate that so much. Um, thank you. That was awesome. That was all of y'all. That had nothing to do with me. That was literally all the fans. <laughs> Wait, that's so cute. We have another call. Thank you so much thank for calling. Thank you so much. Love you. Call from Zach. Shit. I know that voice. To send a voicemail, press two. Zach. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> I know who it is. Who is it? It's Zach Graves. <laughs> uh oh. Why you didn't add me? I'm I'm at the park baking cookies. 
Oh, and you so didn't want to add me. Here's in. the thing. Zach has tried to make cookies. Tried to make them from scratch. Why did you say try? I made cookies. Zach I didn't try. I made. tried to make okay. cookies from scratch for the last eight months. It has gone down in flames each time. <laughs> and I love to have a front row seat to this shit. It is a travesty on wheels. <laughs> what are you making this time, huh? What are you cooking? Oh, no. I'm at the gym. I'm, uh, I'm at the park working out. I was going to say, uh, I, I was don't like, really imagine I feel Zach like there's Gray's a lot of breathing. <laughs> no, Zach will make cookies. Like, he sits in that fucking oven. He sits in that kitchen and makes so many cookies, and they never turn out the way he thinks they will. He never listens. But I always I'm give him this instructions. Time, I'm going to do it again, and I'm going to read the measurements. I, I messed up because I don't read the measurements. Wait, come <laughs> over and make them at my house, and I will show you how to make them. Are you good at making All cookies, right. Vincent? I like, love to bake. That's my thing. Oh, really? Yeah. We'll bring some right. over. I'm about to get back to this workout. Okay. But next time I bake some cookies, I'm coming over Vincent. Okay. And you're going to help me measure. Perfect. Bye. Bye. I love you, Vincent. Love you, too. <laughs> Sign my t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Call Atlanta from Challenge. Eduardo. To accept, press 1 to send a voicemail. Eduardo? Yes? Hi. Hi, Eduardo. Welcome to the show, baby. Hi, I just wanted to say you are really freaking cute. I'm talking to both of you. Oh, see, <laughs> well. oh, Eduardo, thank you very much. And Tell the text more. saying I have a song with Ariana Grande. His 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 um his response was the funniest. Oh my god! Wait, what did you say? <laughs> when the kid said um this text for Ariana Grande, he said my response was the funniest. I fucking wish that I had a song with Ariana Grande, but like also she's living her truest life. Honestly, I had another question. Go for it. Um. What kind of like sounds does your album have? Like, like what kind of genres? Mm. Hmm, that's a good question. Um, it's dance. I'll give you three artists that I really, really admire, and they have been a big inspiration for this album. Um, Luna. Ooh, the nineteen seventy five. Okay. And Robin. Oh shit. <gasps> okay. So if that helps you in any way, shape, or form. Take it and run with it. Plus you know? some serious vocals. Plus some serious vocals. I scrimped today in a session, so that'll be on there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Wait, when is this coming out? Did you already say? No, I did not say, because there is no date yet. I want to make sure that everything is perfect and beautiful, and I want to make sure that we win the election first. Awesome. Thank you for calling, caller. Call from East Asia. To accept, press 1. To send a voice. Hello? Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Is this Vincent? Yes. Hi. Hi, babe. How are you? Do you know who this is? I'm good. How are you guys? We're good. What are you up to? So, one question is, do you ever think you'll go back to um, like um, TV or do like reality TV at some point? Um. So here's the thing with me and reality TV. I have never been a big fan of reality TV because I think it's crazy when people mm-hmm. like fight with their voices. It's like some weird gladiator world. But I am mm-hmm. doing this TV thing coming up, so that'll this that TV should that thing. yeah. I can't say what it is because I'm not allowed to. But <laughs> it'll right. be happening soon, and I would love to do it. And I think we're gonna have to go to another call. But also, I love you and send me a message. We can we can continue the conversation. Thank you. Call from. Catherine Grace. To accept, press one. Wait, is, is this, this Katie? Is... Do you have a question that maybe would be really, I think, helpful, especially 
you know, um, just for any viewer or young person who is interested in singing, um, and it actually uh, relates to uh, separate gendered choirs. Go for it. So we come from an era, really, where you would sing, if you wanted to sing in an all-gendered choir, you would sing in a boy choir or a girl choir. And now um, in 2020, while, like, of course, we have a really long way to go, um, but gender fluidity is becoming so much more widely appreciated and celebrated and accepted, I wonder how you might encourage a young person who doesn't identify as their assigned sex at birth or might not identify at all approach singing in an all-gender choir because I'm sure there are many young people out there that probably fall in this category and they might have difficulty um, approaching that. And, um, and, and the second follow-up question would be, since I would imagine a lot of choir directors are becoming more aware of, of this, but are also from different generations, how would you approach choir directors to be more inclusive and accepting to, you know, whatever choice of gendered choir that, um, that that person wants to sing in. Love that question. Beautiful. I will try to answer both of them. So I think when it okay. pertains to a child who is gender nonconforming and wants to be a part of a child choir that is all gendered, um, I think finding the place where you feel most comfortable, whether it be, because you and I both know what it's like to be in choirs that have strictly one gender choir and what that's like and the restrictions that you have when it comes to what you can sing and what you can do. And I think that the girl choir was a lot more restricted than the boy choir when it came to having fun and being more outlandish and having primarily more of a good time, mm-hmm. you know, I think finding yeah, a place. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think finding a place where you feel as if you are seen, accepted and heard is the most important thing that you can do. And that is very dependent on the, the choir director at the who is at the helm and so that answers the second question when it comes to choir directors i think that choir directors who do direct child choirs should also always understand that it is not about them and we have both experienced right. situations where it has become about the director it is never about the director it is a child children's choir for a reason it's about the children and if the children don't feel seen heard and valued then it doesn't really reflect what the message of the choir is or the state the mission statement that they try to put out I think it's important. It's very, very important that the choir director understand that we are not the person in charge. We help to mold and let these children's voices be heard. So I think that should be at the helm of every mission statement for every child choir going forward. Very beautiful. Yeah, Katie, I love you, but that we have another person coming perfect. in. Perfect. Honestly, like, well, I, I, I agree so much with that statement, and it's just, it's so wonderful to hear that from you. You have this wonderful platform and this voice. And it was something I was really thinking about today. And it, it really is serendipitous that you popped up on my feed because I, I did see this, um, you know, new topic. And it's, you know, as someone who is, a, you know, a white cisgendered um, woman who identifies as a woman and uh, I do come from privilege. And I thought about my privilege and was like, you know what? I never thought of it. I never thought about that. And I want to be able to think about that. And, you know, I want young people who where whoever they feel that they are and know that they are to be comfortable and safe and happy when they choose the most therapeutic thing in my life and for it really does so much change people's lives and i agree you with know? you i love you i dm dm me but we have to take another call i love you so much call from erica to accept press one to send a voice erica 
Yeah. Hi. Erica. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? Good. We're doing great, Erica. How can we help you? Um, so I have I, a question. Uh, sorry. Um, this is Erica's girlfriend. She's kind of nervous, so I'm going to ask the question for her. Don't okay. be nervous. Um, <laughs> so she just wanted to ask Vincent a question about how does he think that he will be excluded due to colorism or his skin color? Pertaining to what? Like in what field? Like music? Like the... the the music, music field, yeah. Um, I have made it my mission that when I walk into certain spaces that I am seen and I'm heard and my color, the color of my skin is not looked past or we don't discuss it. It's not the first discussion that I have when I walk in the room because I want my talent to speak for itself. But I have been in situations before where because of either how dark I am or because I am a black man or because I'm a black gay man that I have been put in a position of third, fourth, or fifth, and not the first when I'm the person who is either the shoots about me or the interviews about me or the video shoots about me, and I have been put in a place where I have been spoken to last, where my manager is spoken to first, or my publicist is spoken to first, and I no longer allow that to happen. So when I see it happening, I address it at the helm. So that way it's the, the, there is no miscommunication about who is in charge, who this is about and what respect looks like because I respect you when you walk in the room and I expect the same from me when I walk in the room, especially if I'm paying for it. Oh shit. (laughs) Does that answer your question at all? Yes, it did. And I also wanted to address the rioting that's going on in Philly right now. Yeah. And, uh, Walter Wallace Jr. Yeah. He got killed by police and, um, he was shot, I believe, 13 times, and he only had a knife. I believe it was a mental health issue. Yeah, he was, his family called. Mental health. Yeah, his family called. I'm from North Philly. I'm from North Philly. I'm from 33rd wow. and Diamond. What? Yeah, I'm from Philly. So wow. I know exactly what Philly is like and what that looks like. And I will speak on this because we do have another call, but I wanted to say that the way that that was handled was completely wrong. He's, his family called the police to deal with the situation and wanted someone to come and help him stabilize the situation because there was a mental thing happening there because he did have mental issues. And mm-hmm. this is a mental, is a mental illness. And because of poor training, poor ethics on their part, and the way we are seen in our community, because you, if you are from Philadelphia, you know exactly what that looks like. If you're from Pennsylvania, you know exactly what the police yeah. and how they act. So I am outrage and i have spoken out about it and i have tried to make my voice heard and i will try and keep trying to make my voice heard well thank you for that of course babe thank you for calling call from anthony to accept press one to send a voice anthony hi hi anthony. Hello, anthony. go ahead um i was just wondering if for uh the process that you're following for your album is like uh, other artists where you create a bunch of songs and then you pick which one you want to put on the album or if every song that you record is going on the album. So the way that I do it, so for my EP, I recorded 20 songs and there were only five on it. Here's the thing with, yeah. So here's the thing with me. I write about everything all the time and I 
sit with them. And for this album, I, it's my first time writing an album, and I wanted to make sure that I wrote about everything that pertained to where I am right now in my life and where I had been. So I put a bunch of index cards on my wall in my bedroom, and I wrote down everything that I needed to confront about myself in my relationships and my friendships and my mental and everything. And I picked and choose what to write about, and I'm still doing that now. And so that's the process that I'm in about – that's the process that I'm in while writing this album – and I will sit down with my team and about four of my like best friends and I will we will all sit and listen. And I always love an outside opinion when everything's done so they can help me make the decision when it comes to picking all the songs. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, also, another quick question. Is JoJo going to be on the album? I Cross wish. Fingers. I know JoJo and Joanna is amazing, but I don't think she's going to be on my album. I'm sa- sad to say. <laughs> but we love JoJo. We stand JoJo. Stan Jojo. Stan Jojo. All right, thank you guys. Of course, babe. Thank you so much for calling. Absolutely. Have a good one. You too. That person really wanted to talk to you because they called like three times in a row. I love. <laughs> so I'm glad they made. Please it keep calling. Keep calling. Yeah, isn't it fun when people call? I also like love. I I love talking to people. So yeah, this is beautiful. And I love this. This is also uh, definitely a more chill episode. Ugh. Less about like strippers and stuff. I love. I mean, like, also talk to me about strippers. We love the conversation. <laughs> I love that. Call from Dominic. To accept, press one. To send a voicemail. Press... Dominic. Hello. Hello. Hi, Dominic. Hi. 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 Hi, babe. Um, hope you're well. I'm Thank a huge you. fan. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I want to know your process when it comes to songwriting and kind of what it looks like in terms of, I think you have a very well-rounded sound in terms of the production's always on point, the vocals are always on point. That it basically can hit lyrics. every single note really, really <laughs> fast. And so I, like, how do you um, kind of plan that and how do you kind of like work through that? Like what comes first? Um, is it you hear a beat and then you work for that? Or is it you have a certain message you want to get across via lyrics and you look for a beat that kind of matches that? What's your kind of production um, or um, process? For me, it depends. In so, creating songs, yeah. yeah. For me, it depends. Sometimes I'll go into a session and I'll have an idea and I know exactly what I want to say. And I'll sit with the producer and I'll say, let's play some chords. Or I'll sit at the piano or I'll grab a guitar and I'll start playing just to find out where it fits nice in my voice. And then I'll turn over to the producer and I'll say, hey, this is where I am and this is the idea and this is the melody I've been coming up with for the last couple of days and like walking around singing over and over again. Um, or I'll go into a session and I don't know anything about anything because I'll be having a stressful day and not my mind will be on writing a song. Then I'll sit down and it usually is this like serendipitous moment where someone starts playing something really, really pretty. And I'm like, oh, that's that's so, that's great. Like when I wrote... um the song mine with pretty sister Zach waters, we got into the session and we were both talking about things that were very stressful in the world and weren't really focused on writing the song. And he started playing as I was speaking and I was talking about something that I had someone that I like wanted to be with. And I was like, you should be mine. Ooh. And just kept singing it over and over and over. Come and on, over again. <laughs> I just kept singing it over and over again. And he was like, that's it. Like we should go that way. And so I love working with musicians who can find that special moment in anything and kind of hone in on it. And that's usually how most of the songs come up. Unless I'm really sad or really angry, then they, I have the whole song in my head. I'm like, tight, we'll write it down. I love the sad ones. Oh, we love a sad time. <laughs> I think everyone loves a sad song. 
Adele, me. Um, okay, can I ask one more question? Go for it. Awesome. So in terms of this generation's vocalist, this generation, so I'm going to rule out a Celine Dion, a Mariah Carey, not calling them old, but <laughs> like keeping in mind like a, not that I'm trying to sway the vote, um, keeping in mind a Fantasia, a Jasmine Sullivan, a Speak these Queen's like, names, yes. Who are your top mm-hmm. five vocalists of this generation? Of this generation. Okay, great. Jasmine Sullivan, yes. Jasmine Sullivan, <laughs> for sure. I'm a Fantasia stan. I will sit on YouTube for hours and watch Fantasia videos. Um, mm-hmm. Kiki Wyatt. Do you know Kiki Wyatt? Yes, ma'am. A queen. We got two more because there's another call coming. Um, Tamia, a queen. And one more is, um, I guess she's not that, that version by Ariana Grande because she's one of the best vocalists of all time. Thank you. Got it, yeah. Okay. Bye. Call from... Titus. To accept, press one. Descend. Titus. Hey. Hello, Titus. Welcome to the show. Hi. How's it going? Hi, Vincent. How are you? Good. I have a question. I've seen you through social media and everything like that, and you have beautiful, luminous skin. So you got to give me the the secret. Do you know people ask me this all the time? Here's the thing. Like, my skin looks nice. My mom, when I was very, very, very young, would make skin, like, creams for my face, like, out of natural stuff. Mm -hmm. And so it would be, like, banana and, like, different acidic things just to, like, help it, like, be smooth and stuff. And as I grow older, I have this thing where I grow – everyone grows hair on the face, but I grow on it. Like, sometimes it's ingrown, so I have to take special – is what is it called? Folliculitis. Folliculitis. And so I have that on my chin, trying to get rid of it. We're working on it. It's a process. Um, But (laughs) I – moisturize like none other i use cocoa butter and i i wash my face every morning and every night but in the interim of the day i make sure that my face is so moisturized with things that only help not oily products but just nourishing so that my skin glows because i don't when i don't wear makeup for like show stuff and like photo stuff i want my skin to still look luminous and glow and so i just make sure i keep it really clean um, I've been using, this is going to sound so bougie because I'm not into makeup, but like the Selena, uh, beauty, like whatever she has, it's like the luminous spray and like this like primer that Selena she uses. Gomez? Selena Gomez. Yeah. I got sent the box. I felt like okay. a real rich okay. bitch. I am not, but like I got <laughs> sent it and we love a gift. So I use the primer and I use the, I, I put the cocoa butter on first. I use the primer under my eyes. I use it. Is it, it like refined nose. cocoa butter or is it just like refined cocoa butter? Yes. And sometimes okay, I'll use okay. shea butter because we know African-American, shea makes us look hey. amazing. And so I'll put like a Say small what? amount on, just hello, I'll put a small amount on and spread her out just so, so all the surfaces are covered. I'll cover that with a primer and I'll add a little bit of luminous just so when I walk around it's a nice glow, not, a, not too much of an oily shine. And I make sure to clean my mm-hmm. face every night with a Vino. I use a Vino products on my face. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Taking notes. Okay. I hope you're taking notes. Tell me if it works. I'm Titus. taking notes. Hey. <laughs> All right. I will. Thanks so much for calling. Nice Thank you for calling. Yeah. No problem. See you. Bye. Bye. Call from Carlos Brandt. To accept, press one. The send- Hello? It's Carlos. Who did they say? Hey, boys. Hi, Carlos. It's Carlos. How are you, babe? I am splendid. I mean, you look splendid. <gasps> We love Ooh. a compliment. Thank you so much. Keep going. Wow. 
I mean, do you do you know how lucky you are to have me sitting next to you? <laughs> it's that skin. That's you know, we love a glow. We love a healthy. Great. Skin. What's your question, uh, babe? So I have a, a quick question for you. Go and, for it. Uh, I mean, from all the ones that I've been already asking you before. However, what it is? What's your favorite music video from all your own singles? The one that you have the most fun shooting, and the one that is your precious. That's such a fun question. One. That is a fun question. Do you know? I think it's every. You're time, welcome. Whenever I'm asked this question, <laughs> I think it's so strange that I have music videos because I've always dreamed about having them, and the fact that there are like multiple ones, I'm like, oh, this is nuts to me. Um, my favorite music video is the someday music video, and I'll tell you why. It's because I learned that choreo for that video two hours before we shot it. Then we had three hours to shoot the video, and that was it. We did it maybe four times. That was it, and I had the most fun. Jake Will is the music. Jake Wilson is the. Oh, this is the one in the church. No, no, no. This is the one in the studio in the dance studio. So it's for the the song someday. And Jake Wilson is director, but we had four takes to get it done because we were losing the light and because. We didn't have a full set. We had like maybe seven guys on set doing the lights, the camera work, and, and we everything. Love, we, we love to run against time. Uh, we love and <laughs> to I, make things done. It's weird because I love I love the stress of everything. I love the anxiety and the stress of like going off on those moments. So it was just I love. That's my favorite music video by far. Nice. Uh, what is going to be the next one? If we can know that about it. Um, I'm going to start shooting visuals in a month. And so it's going to be, yeah. yeah, I mean, this album is my like first full little child and I'm so pumped. It's going to be really, really good. I'm really pumped. I'm really excited. That is so exciting. Yeah. I'm, I'm very, I will say as your gung-ho. friend who's known you for a while, it's been so cool to see, to have that memory of Buffalo Wild Wings with you and then be in this and you being like, yeah, my album, my music videos. Isn't like, it strange? So much has happened since then to like be Crazy. That's just a real. It's very cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. I can weigh how you conquer the world and how you make us to be better with your music, with your voice, with your talent, with your vision, with your creativity. I'm proud of you. I cannot wait to see you soon. I cannot wait to see all the visuals and all the songs. They're coming up. Thank you, babe. You. Thank you so much. Call from. I love Carlos. Carlos is amazing. To accept, press one. To send a voice. Hello. Hello. Oh, this Hello? is very loud. Hello. Hello. How are you? Good. Hey, doing great. How are you? I'm so good. Thank you. What brings you to the show today? Um. So, Vincent, I wanted to ask you about. Um, the song Save Myself. Yeah. Um, because I, when your EP first came out, like sent this song to my boyfriend and I was like, this is so cute. Like, this is us. Like, I can, you know, Aww. we can work through stuff, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, the way I interpreted it and then he interpreted it kind of as like, oh, you don't need me. You can do this all by yourself. So like, I was wondering what your interpretation of that song is and what it means to you. So I wrote that song. I I never tell people what I write songs about because I want them to do exactly what you did and have your own interpretation of it. Um, That song came from a really like tough experience that I had. I was about to sign a a major deal with this label and this songwriter who is amazing, but it all kind of fell apart and it fell apart in a really bad way that I was kind of side swiped by it. 
And I sat down with Brandon Colbain mm-hmm. and the producer Tygo and um, the producer and another writer Patrick. And I was, we were just all so fed up talking about our like singular deals that we had all had, our separate deals, and how it had, how they just like didn't pan out and it was just bad. And so we were just kind of in a really like shitty place. And then at one point we were all just like, but we can do it ourselves. Like I don't need to be signed to anyone to make it work. If I work hard enough and I do it myself, it'll be great. And so we kind of just worked and worked and worked and worked in that session and it kind of just flowed out. It was one of the most euphoric sessions I've ever had because it came from a very human place of if I can't get, if I can't depend on you to do this, then I'll have to depend on me to do this. I love you and it's great that you're there watching me and supporting me, but I'll do it myself. And that way I know in the end that it was mine. Ooh. Mm, I love that. I love that a lot. Um, yeah, and I was, I was trying to embody that through my interpretation of it. Um, Do it, babe. It sounds like you did it. I mean, like, yeah. Yeah, what is that feeling like when people call and they're like, this song, me and my boyfriend listen to your song. What's that like? I will go home and cry. Like, I'm probably going to go home and cry tonight because I'm overly emotional. <laughs> like, it's nuts. Like, you have no idea, like, you calling in and talking to me about my music that you listen to is, like, a, such a huge thing. Like, what a world that you are listening to songs that I wrote and sing and that you like them. So I'm very grateful and I'm very honored and I'm very blessed and I'm very yeah, happy that you so cool. called in. I'm truly, it's it's over it's overwhelming. So thank you very, very much. Yeah, of course. Thank you for taking some time to talk to me about of it. Of course. It's my favorite songs ever with ad Thank you. Oh. Um, yes. Yeah, thank you. Of course. I promise there's more coming. <laughs> Can't wait. Have All a good night. Thank you, caller. Bye. Bye. Wow. I love that. I'm always like gagged, truly. It's nuts. Yeah, that must be such a surreal thing. It's wild. I mean, like, you knew me when I was sitting in Buffalo Wild Wings, but like, I never thought that it would happen. Another call. Call from William Ray. To accept, press one to send a voicemail. William? Yes. Hello, William. Hi, William. Hey, how how are you guys doing? We're doing great, William. What's going on? Good. I just want to tell Vincent that um, Meryl was like my favorite song. Thank I you. I listen to it all the time, and I like have little concerts to it. And yes. I just want to tell you that I love it. That's Thank really you. It. <laughs> Thank you. Listen, that is a song that I thought was never going to come out, and it was the first thing I ever put out. So the fact that you know was that it your is, first song you ever put out? That's the first song I ever put out. Really? Yeah. Remember Me was the first pop song that I ever put out. But Mero, I did with Pretty Sister, who was one of my like closest friends, and we put that song out. I was like, I need to put music out. I'm really, I'm ready and I'm excited. And we wrote this. I wrote the song with Rollo Spreckley, and Pretty Sister did the production on it, and we put it out, and it was just. I'm, Pretty I'm, Sister's done a lot of your songs, right? Yeah, has yeah. done about maybe three or four of them. And Mero wound up in the new reboot on Netflix of uh, what's it called? It's in like a leather scene. It's very, very crazy. It's on Netflix. I don't. I forget the name of the series. Oh, but Netflix. You said that. Yeah, but William, this is about you and you calling in, and thank you very much because that means a lot to me. Wait, and also, I'm really your happy about song it. is in a show, and you forgot the name of the show. Uh, no, it's not. That's so. That's the weird thing because I used to watch the show, the original show, and then my song was in the reboot, so I can't. Rem- but I and also forget everything. That's still pretty cool. It's nuts. It's nuts, <laughs> William. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. Of um, I actually found it on, like Spotify through like one of the just like random radio stations and I found it one day and I was like I have to go look them up now because that was like such an amazing song and so I love yeah. everything thank you released now so. <laughs> thanks yeah. so much 
<laughs> Just take a break. Take That's a break. awesome. Okay. I, can't, I wish I could remember the name of the, the, the series. It's about leather? No, no. So it was in a leather scene. Like a leather, like there was like a leather sex scene in a park and my song started playing and I was like, what is going on? Um, it's a gay show. It's a gay show. It's an LGBTQ show. It has trans people in it. It has everyone in it. And it's based in San Francisco. And Laura Linney's in it. Great. Tales of the City. Yes, that's oh, it. Yeah, I don't know that show. Tales of the City is what it is. We have a call from Georgia. Call from... DJ. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. DJ. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hi, DJ. How are we? Good. How are you? Great, DJ. I'm great. I have I have a question. Okay. Go for it. So the first thing, um, can we do like a song association? I don't know if it's going to be copyrighted or not. I mean, I think we're good. <laughs> okay. okay. So your first word is and. And? And yeah. I am telling you oh. I'm not going. Oh, is that shit. Right? Perfect. Second song is, I mean, second word is love. Love. Um, love. I never knew what I was missing, but I knew once we start kissing, I found you. God damn it. And last word is time. Is what? Time. Time. Um, time. Sometimes I picture you, you walking too far ahead. You're calling to me again. Can't hear what you said. Same after time after time. So good. Thanks. And my last and final question for both of you is. What movie would you be in if you could be in any movie? Oh, easy. Practical Magic. Sandra Bullock, Nicole Kidman. Oh, my gosh. That's so, okay. Vincent and I the other night watched this movie. Yeah. I'm sorry. Hated it. He hated it. I loved it. It's my hated favorite it. movie. You know what it is? What? I'm all about witchcraft. I'm all about the phases of the moon. Whatever yeah. shit you want to get into. Yeah. But once the witches start saying their incantations out loud, I get so embarrassed for them. Ugh. Well, that's because you have no magic in you. <laughs> and so there we are. I'm sorry. I really, I, I mean, I. it was like cool. It was like, a, you know, a stacked cast, Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock and the other one. I mean, it's an amazing movie, so check it out if you want to check Although, it out. Although, Nicole Kidman, I feel like her skin is so close to her bones. <laughs> you said that the other night, and I died, and I'm going to die now, too. <laughs> what a comment. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I think if I was in a movie, one of my all-time favorite movies is Super 8, and it's about, like, it's Steven Spielberg and it's a, a group of kids who are all friends and they, it's about adventure and there's aliens and it's just a really great story. And it reminded me of the movie reminds me of me when I was a kid. And so I think it'd be cool to be that kid in that movie. Look at you. And cause it's about like, aliens you guys and fictional shit. of course. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, young up. I love that though. <laughs> he was like, I'm done. Like, he's like, I got it. I did my thing. And now here we go. Call from, Aaron Ray. <gasps> Hello? Hi. This is Hello. my favorite moment. It, so me and Aaron went to college together. 
Is it I am on your floor on the sex floor? So excited! No, Aaron wasn't even in my dorm. He was rich and had an apartment. But <laughs> here we are. First of all, he was very wealthy all, and lived. I was in the one fifty dorm, slumming just like. But then Aaron else. left our college to go to Boco, where he got his other degree because fame. <laughs> He's now First a Broadway all, star. I graduated. <laughs> also now a Broadway star. So like that's that's also his life. So here we are. Hi, Aaron Ray. Hi, babe. Hi, babe. Do you have a question? Do you have anything you want to tell us a story? Don't tell any bad stories. Actually, no, please don't t- do. Actually, don't tell any stories. Please do. Um. Oh, my gosh. Where do I even begin? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, you know, I love hearing you sing anything. I've always loved hearing you sing anything. So, you know, if you want to give me, like, a one plus one or something. By no. the, yes. You know, just yes. Like no. Yes. Yes. One plus one, the hardest song. You said no, a one plus it. one. <laughs> Trash. I sang that to my best friend's mom one time at karaoke. And it was I will a do the smallest part of this song. Do you hear me? Please and thank you. Just do it for me. Do it for me, Vince. If I ain't got nothing, I got you. Oh. If I ain't got something, I don't give a damn. Because I got it with you. I don't know much about algebra, but I know one plus one equals two. And it's me. And it's you. That's all we'll have when the world is through. Cause baby, we ain't got nothing but love, 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 love. That's it. You tried me. Holy shit. You tried me when you knew I was drinking this wine. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. I love you so much. Here's the thing. Aaron can sing his ass off too. So that's like, he tried to, he tried to get me just now. Wow, Aaron, I'm so glad you called and got Vincent to do that. Thank you so much. Love you. Of course. Love you. Bye. Bye. I love this. Someone's calling from Chicago. Call from Jillian. I just left a voice message, but I really want to accept. Press one. (laughs) Oh, babe. Voicemail. Press two. (laughs) Hello. Hi, babe. I'm so excited that I actually got through because, like, I, I, I'm, like, shocked that it even happened because I'm just, like, very, very into, like, Vincent right now and all the pop since, like, oh, music you. that you're putting out. How um, you doing? Also, like, the looks. Um, I, I was, like, talking about it. Like, there was this look that you pulled in Hard to Forget. Um, and I think it was blue and you had your titties out. It was amazing. <laughs> Do you know when the stylist came to the set that day and I saw it, I said, is that a corset? And he said, yeah. I said, Oh, you really gonna strap me into this bitch? <laughs> he had to grease me up and slide me into that thing, but it turned out really well. I'm glad you liked it because I was—I loved the video. It's weird because I get so insecure sometimes when it when like showing my body, but that made me really happy that you liked it. No, it was iconic. It was beautiful. It made me inspired to have my own titties out. Go for it, sis. Even though mine are kind of bigger. Hell yeah! Live <laughs> your truth. Thank you for calling. But, like, oh, sorry. Oh no! Call from. Send a message. Blue. To accept, press one. This- Hi, who's this? Blue. Hi. Hello. How how's it going? Uh, I'm good. Actually, oh my god. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we're, we're here. here. What's up? 
I can't believe it. I I'm talking to you. How are you doing? Uh, oh. I'm from Haiti. Nice to meet you. And me too. <laughs> um, I don't know what to say. Can you sing a song for me, please? What do you want to hear? Save myself. Um, I'll save myself. I'm not asking for devotion. I just need you to care. Not asking for nirvana. I just want you to be there. Just cause I'm crying rivers. Don't mean I'm asking for help. I'll save myself. Ooh, ah. I'll save myself. Ah. Oh my, oh my gosh. Goodness. Okay, okay, okay. I do have a question right now. Okay, what's um, your question? What is your next project? What's my next project? Yes. I'm working on an album. I'm recording an album right now. Oh, I was waiting for it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, when are you going to um drop it? It'll probably be in the new year. <laughs> so like maybe like a, oh a month and a God. half away. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon, oh for sure. Goodness. Get excited. Get that Ooh, pre-save when it's it. ready. I'm here for it. Oh, I can't stop watching it on YouTube and everything. So um, I don't know what to say. I'm so excited. Why can I say your voice needs to be heard by everybody? Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I agree. Let's hope one day it is. It will Thank be. You. It will be. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Thank you for calling, caller. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, it was a pleasure. Um, thank you, and have a really good night. You too, babe. You too. Have a great night. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. So, Vincent, you got an album coming out very soon. I do. There's Where an can... album. There's visuals. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter at V-I-N-C-I-N-T. I'm the only one that pops up. Check him out. Listen to his music. Watch his videos. Spotify, Apple Music as well. You will love it. You will be emotional. I promise you. <laughs> Especially if you go to his live shows. Take it from me. I can never get through them without getting a little choked up. Oh, no. Especially when that Remember Me song comes on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> oh, my God. I know you're not. <laughs> Vincent, I'm glad you're my friend. Thank you for coming on today. This has been an honor to have you here. Thanks for having me. I hope you had fun. I had a blast. This has been awesome. Good. I love you all. Thank you so much for doing this and being a part of this. This has been awesome. I loved, loved, loved every moment of it. Most importantly, get out and vote. Go vote. If you have not registered to vote, register. If you are sending, thinking about sending in your mail-in ballot, it's too late for that. So go to the polls. Yeah. Go out, yes. stand in line, bring a snack, some water, and vote. This will be out next Monday, so people will still have Monday and Tuesday. To vote, to sis. Vote. If you feel like you need some inspiration, send me a DM. We'll do a live then. I'll stay on live while you stand in line and vote. Vote. Let's take our country back. Remember to vote, folks. Love you all. Bye. Bye.